Thanks for stopping by. This is Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions. Hello, everyone. And welcome. This is the Advictorium Salesforce Simplified Podcast. My name's Mike Boyle, and today we'll be talking with Salesforce lead technical architect Richard McDonald about migrating from a legacy system to a Salesforce solution. Hi there, Richard. Thanks for joining us today. How are you? Hey, Mike. How are you today? I am doing very well. Tell me a little bit about Richard. I am Chicago-based originally from Scotland, you may be able to tell by the slight accent. I've been at Salesforce now for the best part of two and a half years, and that was split between what's called a core solution engineer and what I do now, which is a lead technical architect. So what that means is I am the essentially the tech go-to guy for many of the account teams that work within Salesforce. So I have a broad understanding of the platform itself and, of course, other tech considerations like integration, data governance, that sort of thing. So how do you like the Windy City? I, I will say I love it. I moved here in, in 2014. I've visited a, a lot of different places in the U.S. And for me, nothing's come quite as close as uh, Chicago. So I'm very happy here. Well, you know, it won't surprise anyone to know that migrating from a legacy system to a Salesforce solution, it requires some careful planning and execution. And after you've chosen your Salesforce migration partner, there are a lot of things to take into consideration. Thus, the reason for us reaching out to Richard to get his expertise, uh, guidance, and, and some tips. So, Richard, we've isolated, as you know, eight things to take into consideration for this process that can help ensure a smooth migration. So, Let's run through them and get your thoughts on them as uh, people go from a legacy migration into a Salesforce solution. Number one on this list is understanding your data. What do people need to keep in mind when they're going legacy to a Salesforce solution regarding the data? I think the first thing to really call out here is the length and breadth of Salesforce as a platform means that you could be having solutions for obviously sales or service or marketing any other areas. So the first thing you want to know is what data are you even trying to migrate, right? Is this active customer information? Is this potentially more financial related information? Is it more marketing related information? That sort of thing. So it's, it's definitely good to get an idea of, well, what is the actual data I'm moving and, and where does it fit into my kind of customer lifecycle? You want to plan the migration, Richard. What kind of tips do you have for people as they begin to plan the migration? So obviously this can change a lot with obviously the size of migration that you're going to be performing. We can have, we have customers that have many hundreds of records of, of customer information up to enterprises with, with millions of customer records. So there's definitely going to be a cutover point. I know that some companies in the past have tried to run two systems alongside each other. But there's definitely going to be a cutover point where you're going to tell your users, okay, hey, access to this system has been cut off because now you're on this Salesforce solution. So there's definitely a plan that you're going to want to draft up a project, if you like, around how you're going to move the information. And then, of course, other considerations like any customizations you're going to make. And then, of course, building those and testing those. So a few different steps in the way. And a few more steps here that include the word data. And uh, number three on this list of Things to consider when you're going from a legacy system to a Salesforce solution is clean that data. That 
might scare a lot of people, but what do you take into consideration when you need to clean your data? It does. It could definitely sound very scary. And I think that many people with experience of, of, of systems, whether it's Salesforce or other legacy systems, as time goes on, your requirements change, things change, your data entry points change. And as a result, you can have bad quality data there just from different phases of what you've used the system for. So it's very important to clean the information because essentially when you're moving to a new setup, especially with Salesforce where we have data validation requirements around which information is required to be there, it really is a best practice to ensure that your data is in a consistent and clean format before being moved across. Another step here, using a data migration tool. First, what is a data migration tool, Richard, and why is this so important in the process? So essentially, a data migration tool is a piece of software that can move information from one system to another. Now, there are many, many different ways in which you can achieve that. You could be trying to create a direct database connection to copy data from one table to another. You could try and use APIs to move information through a web service call, or you may try and do this through bulk. So Obviously, it's very easy to think, oh, I'll just do this manually, but you could get really, really bogged under trying to do something like this manually. So it's always recommended to use a tool for this, whether that's a Salesforce tool, which we have a couple, or it's a third-party data migration tool. What are the two Salesforce tools, just so folks are so aware? The, yeah, so the two come to mind. So there's, there's a cutover point in terms of volume, and I mentioned volume a little bit earlier. You can use the import wizard through Salesforce to process up to 50,000 records. And you can map this information to ensure that the data coming from is mapped properly to where it's going to go in Salesforce. But then after that, we can then use dataloader.io is a very popular one that we see here at Salesforce for bulk uploads. You are listening to the Salesforce Simplified podcast from Advictorium Solutions. I'm Mike Boyle. And your guest today, our guest, is Salesforce Lead Technical Architect Richard McDonald, who is uh, Chicago-based. We're talking about moving uh, a legacy system to a Salesforce solution and the things that need to uh, go into that, the steps that you uh, will be taking, if you will. Uh, number five on this list of eight, Richard, is data governance. What goes into that? What should people be knowing about that ahead of time? Now, data governance is, is a huge, huge, huge piece, essentially defining what information are you storing, where are there any requirements, regulations around this data, and then perhaps even more simply, who can access which data today, right? So in your legacy system, you will most likely have data governance controls in place to segregate sensitive information from non-sensitive information. So it's important to ensure that when you're moving to a Salesforce solution, that you have similar levels of control in place to ensure that once you do make that cutover, you're not going to be releasing information to resources where it shouldn't be consumed. Number six on our list is train your users. Richard, I hear so many people talk about the struggles that they encounter with adoption. Training your users, talk about how important that step is to moving from a legacy system to a Salesforce solution? I mean, it, it's critical. You're going to have a, a length and breadth of users, some of which are familiar with the general UI of Salesforce and some of which are not. So obviously, you want to make sure that anyone who is starting to use a Salesforce solution 
has a good understanding of, of what they're going to be doing. Now, we have a free-to-use learning platform called Trailheads, um, which is absolutely amazing for learning some of the core Salesforce features and functionalities. So, of course, anyone moving to Salesforce, I would imagine, as part of this migration plan, they would be, hey, please go on and take this module from Trailhead and please go on and take this one. They're kind of pulled out from from Trailhead to suit the particular solution which you're going to. And then, of course, as I mentioned earlier, there are, are steps to customize the, the solution that you are going to be getting from Salesforce. You can also create those customized training plans through, I believe it's now called enablement of some sort. Uh, it used to be called My Trailhead uh, back in the day. And this allows you to create quizzes and, and workbooks and other types of training material that is going to be specific to your instance. And the reason that's important is because when you do cut over to your Salesforce solution and you ask your users to then use the Salesforce solution, they are able to get up and running very quickly and they're not going to be stuck and flooding your help desk with training related tickets. Well, obviously, you know, Trailhead is just such an amazing place to go to gain knowledge. Um, I should mention, since I was talking uh, about user adoption, uh, we here at Advictorium Solutions put together a knowledge-based tip sheet that uh, you can download for free. And I will put a link to that document in this show's notes. So look for that adoption tips from, uh, from Advic. Number seven on our list of eight here, Richard, things to consider when you are moving from a legacy system to a Salesforce solution, continuous monitoring and improvements. In other words, you just don't install this thing and let it go. There needs to be monitoring and improvements. Talk a little bit about that. It's actually a fairly complex area. And, and if you're not really familiar with Salesforce or other cloud platforms, it can be a little daunting to even consider that it's not a set up, press go, leave it alone type deal. The, the platform is, is so advanced that anything you do from a click of a button to opening a list view to downloading a report, these can all be uh, tracked to a granular level of detail where you can figure out if you have any adoption issues based on this sort of information. So it's important to keep an eye on exactly what's happening inside your org for that improvement because efficiency is the, is the name of the game here for Salesforce. And we want to make sure that your users are using Salesforce as efficiently as possible. So you can set up tools and dashboards to give you exact information on which pages are loading slowly, which areas of the application people are not using to make sure that you're getting the most out of the solution. And this last one, number eight, kind of piggybacks on all of that, Richard, and not to scare people, <laughs> it's not the intention, but you really should seek professional help when you're moving from a legacy system to a Salesforce solution, correct? I always think so. It's, it's obviously a, a very important step in a lot of businesses to, to change systems so it, it makes absolute sense to ensure that you have uh, consultants in place and expertise in place from people that have done this before, that have length and breadth of experience in this issue, because of the likelihood is they will have seen potentially the system before, they will have seen this type of migration before, and they'll know some of those little bits that could trip you up along the way and deal with those effectively. Any other last uh, bits of wisdom for a company making this kind of a leap, Richard? Anything? I mean, you deal with this day in and day out. Yeah, I'd say that the, 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 the data is obviously very, very important from the switchover, but I think just as important is how you're going to be making small changes to the Salesforce solution itself, if you are making any, and then ensuring that you have a good application lifecycle management policy in place, so ALM, 
to ensure that you're making the changes in the correct environment, you're then pushing those changes between environments properly. Because to, to point seven, right, so continuous monitoring and improvement, there are going to be small things that are changed throughout. And just as much as the initial migration is important, uh, making sure you have that in place going forward is also uh, a big consideration. Well, Richard, uh, I want to thank you for joining us today and uh, giving us uh, your thoughts on this topic, legacy system to a Salesforce solution. No doubt we've calmed some fears here today. I think we can all go to bed tonight feeling good about that. Richard, thank you so much. And, and I hope you'll come back and visit us again on the Salesforce Simplified podcast. Of course. Thank you very much for having me. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about what Richard and I were speaking about today, I will be placing some helpful links including that aforementioned link about the uh, adoption tips in this episode's notes. And if you like listening to this podcast, and maybe this is the first time you've heard it, we appreciate you being here. And I'd appreciate it even more if you'd let your friends know about this, especially those who are in the Salesforce ecosystem. This show is specifically for you. You can follow our podcast Anywhere you get a podcast, and uh, we're on YouTube now as well, just FYI. I'm Mike Boyle from Ad Victorium Solutions. Thank you for joining us for our latest Salesforce Simplified podcast. As always, our next episode is just around the corner. We're glad you stopped by. You've been listening to Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions. 